God is love. This is one of the most profound and significant descriptions of God in the Bible. Love is not just something that God does, but it is who he is. It is the very essence of his character. In 1 John 4, 8, we're told anyone who does not love does not know God, because God is love. When we experience love, we experience God. But perhaps the most difficult thing about this is that this love is not based on our performance or our good deeds. It is unconditional and freely given. And I know for the people pleasers and perfectionists listening, this does not compute. We work so hard to hear the good job, to earn the pat on the back, the recognition, the love. But that's not how God operates. Settle in, friend, and let's talk about it. Welcome to Loved and Made Worthy. My name is Erica, and this is a podcast about embracing our God-given purpose and letting go of perfectionism, people-pleasing, and overachieving. If you want a deeper relationship with Jesus and are ready to ditch the labels that God never gave you, this is for you. Listen in as we journey with God to find out who He is, what that means for our life, and ultimately, who He created us to be. If we take any time to dissect our need to be perfect, I think it would be safe to say there is a certain pressure to perform and be high achievers that we experience in modern society on a day-to-day basis. Numerous cultural and social factors contribute to this pressure, like social media, for instance. While it has its benefits, it is also incredibly problematic. It has led to an increased focus on presenting a perfect image to the world. We have constant access to other people's highlight reels, and it's easy to feel like we're falling short if we don't measure up to their apparent success or happiness. We're also somewhat driven by our consumer culture. Advertising and marketing promote the idea that we need to buy certain products or achieve certain milestones in order to be happy, successful, or accepted by society. It's honestly impossible to keep up, but we still try and then feel terrible when we can't. Many people feel pressure to excel academically or professionally in order to achieve financial stability or social status, and in some families or cultures, there may be specific expectations or standards around success, achievement, or behavior. All of these expectations create a sense of pressure to conform or meet some arbitrary benchmark in an effort to be accepted or approved by others who, let's face it, are also imperfect And this ultimately leads to feelings of inadequacy, anxiety, and shame, all of which make it difficult to fully embrace and experience God's love. And honestly, this isn't a modern problem. We see stories of people in the Bible who struggled with perfectionism or performance like Martha in Luke 10, 38-42, or the Pharisees in Matthew 23. This isn't a new struggle, this idea that we can or need to earn God's approval or love because we're able to meet a certain standard. In fact, that idea isn't anywhere in the Bible. Matthew 5.45 says, He causes his son to rise on the evil and on the good and sends rain on the just and on the unjust. God's love is universal and unconditional, based on grace and freely given. We see numerous examples of God demonstrating this love throughout the Bible. In Exodus 3 through 14, we see how God hears the cries of the Israelites who were enslaved in Egypt and sends Moses to lead them out of slavery. 
God performs miracles and plagues to convince Pharaoh to release the Israelites, and he leads them through the Red Sea and provides for them in the wilderness. In 1 Kings 17, we see how God provides for the prophet Elijah during a time of famine. God tells Elijah to go to a widow, and when he arrives, he finds the widow gathering sticks to make a meal for herself and her son before they die of starvation. Despite this dire situation, God provides a miracle of food and oil that never runs out, sustaining Elijah, the widow, and her son. In 2 Kings 5, we see how God heals Naaman, a commander in the Syrian army of leprosy. Naaman hears about the prophet Elisha, who can heal him, but when he arrives, Elisha simply tells him to go wash in the Jordan River seven times. Naaman is initially skeptical and angry, but eventually follows Elisha's instructions and is healed. And of course, we can't mention those without also mentioning the entire story of Jesus and his sacrifice. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And Romans 5.8 says, But God demonstrates his own love for us, in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. These are just a few of the many examples, but God's love is evident throughout them all even though the people receiving the help didn't do anything to earn it. It is simply that God's love is so full and rich that it spills over into everything that he is and does. And what's so beautiful about this is that it frees us from the need to perform. It frees us from believing we're not good enough and gathers us in close so that we can find peace and rest in him. But perhaps you know this. Perhaps you know this and still struggle to accept God's unconditional love because Maybe you operate like this in all your relationships, with this need to perform, to be perfect, to make everyone around you happy. I understand. I don't believe it would be too bold for me to say that God's love is different from the love we know and experience as humans. Or maybe it's not that our love is different. Maybe it's that what we perceive to be love is different. Regardless, we are limited by our human experience and perspective but we're reminded that God's love is unconditional in Romans 8, 38 through 39. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Nothing means nothing. His love is steadfast and unwavering. And to go along with that, There is nothing we can do to make him love us more. His love is perfect and complete, lacking nothing. And when we begin to grasp this, even in the smallest of ways, it has a significant impact on our daily lives and how we interact with the world around us. Here are a few ways. It gives us a sense of purpose and meaning. When we understand that God loves us unconditionally, It can give us a sense of worth and value. We are not just here by chance or circumstance, but we are created intentionally by a God who loves us and has a purpose for our lives. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a hope. It also motivates us to love others when we experience God's love. In 1 John 4, 19, it says, We love because he first loved us. When we understand that we are loved by God, we can extend that love to others, even those who may be difficult to love. 
It brings us comfort and peace. When we face difficult circumstances in life, knowing that God loves us can bring us comfort and peace that we can't get anywhere else. In Psalm 34, 18, it says, The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. And finally, it also inspires us to live for God. When we understand the depth of His love for us, it can inspire us to honor Him with our lives. In 2 Corinthians 5, 14-15, it says, For the love of Christ compels us, because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And He died for all, that those who live might no longer live for themselves, but for Him who for their sake died and was raised. When we realize the great sacrifice that God made for us, it can inspire us to live in a way that honors Him and brings glory to His name. Because God is love, we have the ability to be kind and compassionate toward others. We can serve or be a source of support. Because God is love, we can forgive. Because God is love, we can share the good news of Jesus with others so that maybe they can fully experience that love too. I hope today's episode blessed your spiritual walk and brought you just a little bit closer to Jesus. If you enjoyed listening, please consider subscribing and leaving a review. I love to hear how God is using this in your life. And if you'd like to connect, be sure to join the Loved and Made Worthy Facebook group. I would love to see you there. Now, as we go our separate ways, I just want to remind you of three things. You are seen, you are loved, and you are made worthy in Jesus. I'll see you next time.